0: Where are you going? I've got to return some video tapes.
1: And Welcome back to the video store. You are listening to Late Fees, a podcast where we run your favorite filmmakers and films and sometimes actors (laughs) through the gauntlet to determine whether it still checks out or whether it's time to put that bullshit back on the shelf. I am your host, Justin Davis. Of course, I have the panel of Late Fees hosts with me. We're back again, fellas. We got Eric, Pat, and Wes on the line. What's going on, fellas?
2: Hello. Hello. Free Greedo. (laughs) <laughs> Hello. How's it
0: going? I I, fil- love- I filmed in Florida this week.
1: Florida. Yeah, Florida, 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 man. Man. Florida, Florida man. man. Florida man. Florida <laughs> man. Wes, you are a man of, of many different trips and travels. Why were you in Florida this week?
0: Uh I don't know if I can say officially, but uh <laughs> you know, it was Florida. I actually <laughs> I actually had a lovely time. Food, we we ate, we ate really great. well.
1: Yeah, the food there is really good. Was it was it humid a lot? Or
0: humid? I stepped outside for about a minute and I have never been sweatier or soaked in sweat faster in my life. There's no
3: chance that's true.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Wes is West is an absolute unit. He sweats uh, all the time. And that's why we all the time.
1: I I was in Arizona a year ago on the 4th and um I walked it was like 110 degrees at 11 p.m. <laughs>
3: Now that you mentioned the fourth, I'm I'm going to I'm going out of the country where it's not going to be that hot, but I am going to be out of the country for the Fourth of July, and I'm really happy about it this year.
1: Fuck America, bro. Yeah, this shit sucks. Fuck America, bro. Uh, uh,
3: but let's I don't know let's we there are some great things about America,
1: so, uh, and one of them being the the subject of today's show. But before we get into that, I just want to you know <laughs> thank every single person who's shown Late Fees love our Sam Raimi episode. Which we're very proud about. We really love that episode. Doing so well, as well as our first episode, The Ballad of Crooked Steven. I think ET is MAGA. It needs to be on a shirt.
3: Hey,
2: uh, uh, pod late fees. <laughs> It's <laughs> not a real website. Eat. We will start a Patreon. I uh, really do think I, I, we, we should. Hey, right? well, like, uh,
1: what do you guys think? Like, ET is maga with the ET, with the with uh, the art. Uh, that oh made. yeah,
3: they'll definitely. Uh,
1: Cease and they, they
3: will not <laughs> flag that copyrighted image. <laughs> I'm
0: still not really sure how ET is maga. <laughs>
1: Doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it was
3: never really discussed. We were, or explained. Well, well you know, it's, some people's uh, views emerge over time. <laughs>
1: Let's just say E.T. Is, is he's not a fan
3: yeah. of illegals, <laughs> even though he is
1: one. I've so much spit,
0: spit my beer into the microphone. But
1: once again, thank, thank you guys for listening to Late Fees. This is a show that we, we do out of the, the love of our own heart, and we also do a lot of different other podcasts on the RNC Radio Network, from The A Show with myself and Meals to RSBN, which just had the season finale a couple weeks ago. You can go back and listen to that in the archives. And countless other podcasts. We just added two belts as well with Meals. Um, On the RNC Radio Network, we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on Google Play, uh, and we're also on SoundCloud. So, you know, leave us a like, uh, subscribe to us, and let us know what you think about the show, and, you know, we're going to keep going.
3: Please, young people, listen to us on SoundCloud. More streams equals more money.
1: That is Pafifi's <laughs> manifesto here. Of we, course. we get
3: money.
0: Hey. We
1: should be. We're getting money. For we this? should be with with the way that we, we fucking do do work on this fucking podcast. This podcast
0: is actually way more work than I ever thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, I seriously have problem. been
3: thinking for years, like, oh, you show up and like just fucking bullshit, and then you leave. But it's it's
2: it's uh, extremely. I was difficult. ranting about this earlier <laughs> in, a, in an empty parking lot. Uh, this is starting to feel like work and I'm not happy. <laughs> I mean, I
1: tell you. That is 50% facetious and 50% truth. Yeah. Like,
2: we,
3: we had a, believe it or not, uh, we had a, uh, due to an unreceived text message, <laughs> uh, we kind of like were at, at, at each other's throats. But we, secretly we, we'll, though. Yeah. Like, two. not like we just knew both parties were irritated.
1: Uh,
3: <laughs> and like, knew, like it was going to be fine. But, uh, yeah, it was like, wow, it's it, like, it, it, it was nice to feel something.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it's also nice to come home to my apartment and Pat and Wes are already in here. <laughs> but the thing about s- it sitting, well, sitting on my couch angrily. with her lights set up with their arms crossed. It felt like I was coming and getting yelled at <laughs> When it at was all the
1: miscommunication, me and Eric went to a birthday dinner tonight. I texted them and t- told them to come to the restaurant. The text didn't send. I said, come here. They thought here meant Eric. We didn't
3: get the identifier of the restaurant text, and uh, we only we came to the only here we knew.
1: I'm not going to lie. I was talking shit. I said I was going to beat both of y'all's asses. Hey, we were mad. I,
0: I, I've i been talking to Pat, and I was like, Pat, I'm going to say something.
1: I said the same shit. <laughs> <thing. I laughs> and he's like, he's like don't he do it. it. He's, like, the same shit.
0: he's like, he's like, He's like, be zen. I'm like, man, I'm working these fucking 20-hour days. I don't have time for this shit. I'm
3: going to leave. I'm going to leave. <laughs> I was sitting here like, eh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> also, Pat didn't tell you guys this We went to the wrong apartment And we Good. knocked on the door And we heard like a billion animals inside We heard, like
3: yippy little dogs
0: And I was like, this
3: isn't
1: it
0: Oh, so that's, like,
1: that, that is definitely something illegal is going on there. So,
3: no, it was just one, like, we're, like as soon as we heard the dogs, I looked at Wes, and he was like, is this it? And I was like, no. And so we just <laughs> went, like, we just ran. Uh, but we went the wrong way, and we ended up on
0: the roof, and then we had to come back down, and the guy was waiting on us. And he goes, hey, do you knock on my door? And Pat just goes... <laughs> No.
1: <laughs> Just I was like, no. He's not listening through the door, <laughs> we, so be we. careful when you walk home. lying right yeah, to us anyway. Face. I'm
3: sorry, strange man. So
1: we're gonna get into this episode here. Uh the everyman, uh Ben Affleck. Pat, you wrote a manifesto for this. It is incredibly long.
2: And you should still read it. We should read the manifesto. Do you want me to read it? It it Well, you know what? I'll read it.
3: okay I'll it's, read it. Uh, I, I, this manifesto, uh, which ended up sounding actually like uh, a manifesto, usually we just call them that, but this one actually does sound like the ramblings of a crazy person. Mm-hmm. I, I promise it's true. I can't express uh, the luck. I feel that it is true. It sounds untrue. It is true.
1: Okay. So, this is the manifesto for the episode that we will be having... Oh, man. Let me turn my iMessage my off. This, this is too.
3: like... A, Evil Empire (laughs) mixtape. The the Empire.
1: Damn,
2: son, where did you get this? All right,
1: so here we go. It's off. This is for all all from Pafifi. This will lead us into the episode, and we'll start with our big questions here. Uh, I do not believe in fate or destiny or God or serendipity or whatever else you've got. Belief in stuff like that is by and large a product of people's unwillingness to believe they're the ones in charge of their own existence. Now, I'm reading this, (laughs) and I'm like, what podcast are we doing? Uh, But the world is a crazy place. I've lived in LA for a better part of a decade, and I believe most people here are are more often amused by celebrity sightings than they are shocked. A few of us saw Daniel Fishel, it's Fishel, right? Fishel, Daniel Fishel, Fishel, yeah. Uh, Topango and Boy Meets World, everybody has their niche, (laughs) one side note, (laughs) at a pro wrestling guerrilla show this spring, and that is the most starstruck I can remember being. That is until last Friday, just five days before, before recording this podcast, when fate intervened. I was checking out at Trader Joe's. It's 7 p.m. on a Friday and the place is packed. I have recently gave, given my two weeks' notice at my job. I've taken a break from smoking pot. Trump is orphaning kids at the border and tra- Trader Joe's doesn't sell Pim's number one.
3: What is that? It's a liqueur that you mix with uh, li- light colored sodas.
1: Oh, white people shit. Uh, my mind is racing. <laughs> <laughs> and then I see Ben Affleck. He's totally unassuming strolling through the sliding door alone wearing a black t-shirt with a few weeks worth of beard. <laughs> he is not accosted nor particularly noticed. He goes straight to the back of the store and is gone quickly. I don't see him speak to anyone while he's there. I'm trying to stifle awe while furiously texting my girlfriend and my friends and my sisters. For a few minutes the world seemed like a little le- like the world seemed a little less like it was being crammed into a blender. Ben Affleck's presence brought me pure joy. That's, in, that's capitalized.
3: Pure joy was capitalized, yeah. He was wearing glasses also.
1: He's wearing glasses also. A minute later, I'm walking through the parking lot, still high on seeing Ben. Jeez. I'm surprised and nearly a little embarrassed by my own excitement, hoping maybe I can spot him again as I load up the car. Then I realize this guy has made none of my favorite movies. This is not a knock. I will, say, I will see anything the man is in. He's the highlight of any Kevin Smith movie he does. I am a defender of his Bruce Wayne, and I mourn the loss of studios making movies like Paycheck, which I loved seeing when I was in high school. Me too. So when I'm turning, turning this over in my head, I realize I don't love him because he's made my favorite movies. I love him because he could be my neighbor. Whoever you are, he could be there. He could live down the hall from you in your dorm or in your apartment building. You wouldn't be surprised to see him mowing the lawn on the weekend. He'd wave to you. I shouldn't, I realize, be surprised to see him in Trader Joe's on a Friday evening. Ben is the everyman, maybe the best one. I don't mean the best guy. I mean the best everyman. Even his breakup with Jennifer Garner, another gorgeous, lovable movie star, seemed so normal. This is not to excuse having an affair or breaking your family up. (laughs) That's not what I mean. (laughs) I can literally hear Pat talking right now. (laughs) What I mean is, this is a common man's mistake. Ben didn't get blackout drunk and choke choke out a female executive con, con... or get recorded going on a racist tirade that leaked to the press or tussle the future McNugget president's hair at, on a talk show. His fuck-up was traditional. But even with his public divorce... Even, but even his, this public divorce is not as bad as Ben's 2003. We saw the release of Daredevil and Geely. Both are critically reviled. Daredevil was made at a time when they were still figuring out superheroes, superhero movies, and they got this one extremely wrong. Geely is terrible, filmmaking, <laughs> is terrible on filmmaking levels and because everyone liked it dragging... T- because everyone liked dragging it due to Jennifer Lopez and Ben dating at the time. But his relationship with J Lo ended shortly after Geely, and his new girlfriend was, of course, former co star Jennifer Gardner. Even this relationship pivot now seems textbook Ben. His two longest, <laughs> most well known relationships can be traced back to the movies he has clowned for the most. But not, both of those relationships are now over. But because he is normal, he is lovable. He might not have had another classic acting role until Gone Girl, but within 10 years of Daredevil and Geely, he directed Gone Baby Gone, Argo, and The Town, two of which he'd also starred in. Argo won Best Pictures at the Oscars, 15 years after Goodwill Hunting, Ben bounced back because Ben is the best. We can stop the episode right there. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to say anything
2: else. It's perfect.
1: That's perfect. I mean,
2: we- I posit that Pat, in his fwaig state of not smoking pot anymore, hallucinated seeing Ben Affleck. <laughs> and was just really excited to talk about this and felt some sort of divine uh, connection. Is, is that possible, Pat? There's no chance. It was definitely him. <laughs> he he, he would have been accosted. That big, burly, Boston frame. No, he was... He was up you know, best he, tattoo he in was the He was wearing game.
3: glasses. Superman wears glasses everywhere.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, okay,
3: so
1: both of these... Well, one thing that stuck out to me in the Manifesto is that uh, it was interesting that both of these movies came out the, the same year. And, I mean, for any... Anyone else, you know, that's the end of your career. Yeah, like both of those movies. But for Ben, somehow he bounced back. Like, why? Why? Did, why do we think that?
0: I think he was smart about it because he like kind of went away for a while, and his comeback was via directing a film that he wasn't in.
1: Yeah, and that was uh, Gone, Be Gone, Be Gone, Gone, Be Gone, Gone. But
3: which his brother was in, and it's a good movie.
1: His yeah. piece of shit brother.
3: Yeah, his, uh, we we picked the good Affleck to do the. Uh, <laughs> some people might disagree.
1: But I want to I want to talk about I want to touch on Daredevil for a second if if we could please yeah, yeah. I rewatched it I, I want to get you guys opinions is it as bad as people think it is or
3: absolutely it is? it is not it is nowhere near as bad as people say it Are is people, do people really hate it I don't know. I, I think it is it's pretty
0: universally they use despised. that against,
1: I mean as soon as he was cast as Bruce Wayne they used Daredevil as a reason why he should not um have
0: I think it's a like, Terrible movie. I think he does his best. I don't think it's his fault that it's terrible. I think it's a terrible script. I think the director, uh, Mark Steven Johnson, is a
3: complete. Did he really? (laughs) Wow, Ghost Rider's unwatchable. He
0: made Ghost Rider after Daredevil. They gave him another comic book movie. Ghost
3: Rider is, and it's worse. Another person I'll watch basically do anything.
2: Uh,
3: Ghost Rider is. I've never been able to finish it. I mean, it's so bad.
2: It's Cage, you know, he's giving us it's sort of like Affleck doing his best in this movie. Cage did his fucking best. And we should do a episode on Nicolas Cage, you know, how I feel about him. We'll put it on the list. What one, one of the goats. But uh yeah, it, it is a it is a it is a strange going back to Daredevil. It is a strange Well, maybe because I've watched it through the lens of how superhero movies are made now where yeah. it's like there's a self-importance in a in a and a a polish to it that doesn't feel comic booky anymore. Yeah. I mean, uh, Guardians, you know, feels like a comic book movie. I felt, BVS felt, was like the closest it got to feeling like a comic book movie for me. It movie doesn't work everywhere, but it... Uh,
1: but again, I mean, to Wes's point where he said that Ben tried, I know a lot of people that hate BVS, but, I mean, a lot of people say Ben was the best part of that movie because he actually was trying. He was I mean, trying
0: really hard. I I hate BVS, but I also think... Ben is the best part of
3: it. Yeah, so there we go. So
1: that's I, all we'll say about that. D- d- I want to talk very little d- yeah. about about any.
3: Yeah, we could do that all, we, we should save that. I if think Zack Snyder
2: it. gave us a visual language that was perfect for the film. It doesn't always work, but when it does, it sings. Thank uh, thanks, Eric. I love okay, it. but we can we can get on. Beat. Yeah, let's thanks. let's talk about <laughs> Daredevil. But Daredevil, uh,
1: in a way, is almost like I I enjoyed parts of it because it was it was so unrefined and it was really a Wild West period where you didn't really. I mean, you had Blade and you had like shit like that and Spawn had
3: come out, but everything was different. It's so weird because a lot of the movies, and it's why some of them are so good and it's why some of them are so bad. Uh, We just talked about Raimi. I think for a lot of these reasons, it's why Spider-Man is good. And it's weird to think this because they're so different than most of the movies that were being made. But now we're like, oh, it's a superhero movie. And a superhero movie, it's basically, it's I hate the word, but its own genre more or less. Like, it's not really... Like, it's a blend of, like, action, comedy, nonsense, like, you know, referentials. uh. And when they were making these movies, they are more just, like, making, like, regular movies with superheroes in them, almost, if that makes sense. Like, it's, like, Colin Farrell has a, I mean, Colin Farrell plays Bullseye, a character (laughs) who has a bullseye tattooed on his forehead, and he's, like, riding... I'd like to talk more about this scene later, but he's like just riding in a plane, like <laughs> killing he's, old ladies yeah, with peanuts. That was what I wanted to talk about later.
2: I would put forth that I would put forth that, no, no. <laughs> that Colin Farrell is the only one who really understands the tone of this movie. He's okay. having the time of his life. But here's the thing: it's an incredible performance, it's absolutely batshit the, crazy. The That's thing what
0: this is, movie like, the film doesn't really have a tone because it has like goofy stuff, like it's goofy as hell. That that. The balance beam, the yeah, fight. The, the playground, playground scene is one fight. of the worst it's most Cat embarrassing Man scenes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's such an embarrassing, awkward scene to watch. But then they have like super serious scenes where like Colin Farrell kills Electra brutally. Yep.
3: Yeah, which and, was actually actually pretty surprising at yeah. the time.
0: Like the t- there's so many tonal issues in the movie I, it does almost doesn't know what it wants to be
2: and I don't know if it was like which is why you need a wild card like fucking Colin Farrell I mean the there's the one part where him.
3: he like has a, literally like a stack of glass shards in his hand yeah, yeah. and he's like going like this but like that's comic stars. book like,
1: yeah. today people would say that's passe and they, they like the shit on it but I'm like you see that type of shit that's like any something any like you would think
3: like Gambit would be doing yeah like-
1: he doesn't he kill somebody with a paper clip he killed yeah <laughs> he kills someone with a paper he kills a fly he kills a fly with a paper clip or some shit no
0: i think he kills like a bartender with like paper clips yeah it was or, a bartender it was or a bartender. it was like
3: toothpicks or something he
1: something, kills a fly something. too with something stuff I that
3: eventually turned into like awesome bits in like john
2: wick or something yeah,
1: yeah like the and people they shit on him but like i he's think he's a
2: villain who didn't use guns colin Farrell, welcome to the resistance <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if, anything, if anything if anything
1: i will say the movie did have inspired casting i think uh, michael clark duncan michael clark Dun- i was just oh about to yeah bring him up. a lot of people were Favreau, very the good a,
2: one not pod save america
1: <laughs> a lot of people would were upset I love you, John. about were upset about him uh being cast as, as kingpin
0: well
3: it's because people are racist oh that was probably that was probably so much more true at the time just like you know he's white in the comics <laughs> is it and really? people Kingpin? Yeah Yeah he's is, Kingpin uh, is uh, uh, and yeah. Oh that's right I'll tell Netflix you what uh, Not a knock on D'Onofrio, Uh Clark Duncan's
1: better D'Onofrio is got a little bit Too campy on that show Season 2 I only saw the first season I
0: like it I only I saw the first one. 4 episodes
2: I, I, liked, I liked Daredevil. Daredevil like Daredevil Daredevil season 1 I like <laughs> Sounds like to me Daredevil was The first woke superhero movie But I don't know, guys. This might be. Uh, so I mean, you're, it's, it's
1: the truth. I mean, you want you want to like speak truth to lies. Uh,
3: the the, the uh, Michael Clark Duncan casting is especially weird because he played uh, Minute in Sin City like, yeah. right yeah. around the same time, and they're like they end up just being like because Daredevil is so He's like a really the palette is a really high contrast talent and sin city obviously is a thousand times more so bleached out uh and he i think he has a golden eye in in sin city when he plays minute uh it's it it, they they were really strangely similar roles
1: yeah um have you guys seen the director's cut of daredevil
3: not as Um. recently as i would have liked i have seen it
0: it is better but there's like an added uh storyline with coolio and I Wait, what? Yes,
1: yes,
2: Coolio's in the movie, Jesus.
1: and I
0: I don't think it adds that much. I don't know.
2: Early two thousands were just a nightmare.
0: But it's it's like a it's like a hard R version, and uh, there's like really interesting changes. Like uh, uh, Ben never gets to have sex with Electra <laughs> in the uh, in that cut. Like he has to, he's about to, and and he like hears a crime going on, and he's like, oh. I've got somewhere to be... I
1: thought you were going to say premature ejaculates. No, yeah. no, no. no. What?
0: You said You said it was an R
1: rating. I, yeah, no. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. R rating. Just go for it. bro.
0: But I like that. That's, a, that's totally Daredevil. Like, he wouldn't get to have sex. He, he would have to go
2: fight crime. Daredevil was also... A, He's he, a punching bag. So he was a, a, he was a verge. Uh, blind. Blind. <laughs> this is, Lawyer. He's woke. Yeah, he was... He, he respected women. Ben Affleck went on fucking Bill Maher and shut down all that Islamophobia from Sam Harris and Bill Maher. Called him racist to their face, told him to shut up, and they, <laughs> those boys shut up. They, <laughs> <laughs> it's because he's a beast. He's a large. He's a large <laughs> Boston man who does a lot of pull ups. I, I would not that, want to get into a fight with Ben Affleck. Yeah, he, so, so, he
3: was he was big in Trader Joes.
1: Something yeah. that is not a uh, beast, so to speak, was Daredevils' actual gross movie with a seventy eight million budget only came in with a worldwide of $179 Night Not World
3: gangbusters. Wide?
1: Yeah, not gangbusters. No.
3: It barely
2: crossed the 100 uh,
3: That's w- crazy to me. Yeah. Like, when I think of movies like this being, like, I'm like oh, first off, $78 million seems pretty high for this at the
1: time. Yeah. How the fuck? That well, movie didn't look $78 million worth to me. No, especially
3: it. that was rain effects, which I actually think is one of the coolest parts of the movie, <laughs> just because it's mm-hmm. now it looks so bizarre. His
1: blind effects, too, look really cool. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, or at least, like, it's one of the things uh, that I was talking about last time, where it's like, even if it doesn't look good, it looks like weird and dated, but still unique, yeah. so it's still, like, good. Uh, but... Fuck! I totally lost the.
1: Uh, oh, the completely th- fine. You, you lose. Oh a lot no! Sorry. The, the, stop the budget. Weed. The budget. Stop weed, Pat. That's why you lost. I, yeah, it. I
3: need to focus. The budget. Uh, Seventy. I mean, because this was it came out what a year after Spider Man made yeah yes, money. A year after. So they just kind of thought like, oh, we'll make that much money again. Yeah, just but they because didn't, it's a superhero. They didn't make the same movie. They yeah. probably just thought they looked similar.
1: They thought and, that the, I, I feel like when I remember the marketing of it, it was okay. This is Dark Spider Man mixed with Batman. It was yeah. It was <laughs>
3: like Spider Man, Batman.
1: And it was and, like, none of that actually came to fruition at all. It was just it was just a weird-ass fucking movie. Yeah,
3: it's one of the situations where, like, they get everything... Like, they take the, the things wrong about Batman and the things wrong about Spider-Man instead of the good things about
1: both of them. But more, <laughs> more on Ben's actual acting in the, in the actual movie, I felt like watching this that he was the most serious person on set and everyone else was in a different, like, he, more silly movie than he thought that he was in. Like, even Jennifer Garner is taking the piss out of this and fucking
2: grabbing a check. She's like... She, her, like, just like, almost like stomping around. Yeah, she's she's a, in the movie, she's also just not a good actor. So, <laughs> that uh, has a lot to do with maybe her. Um, they,
1: they thought that they, they thought that she deserved the franchise and not Daredevil, which Electra, is crazy.
2: I think Electro, after all, was it, her her spinoff solo film was more watchable to me. Really, I, I never saw it. I, I never saw it. it. I, oh, sh- <laughs> I, uh, you like Electra more than Daredevil? I do. I would watch if someone put the no. two two blu-rays in front of me. <laughs> Wait, you saw uh, it wes? Really makes you think, you know. I saw
0: Electra in the theaters.
2: Oh Lord. I saw it in the theaters too. And
0: I was like, what is this?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well what's the tone of that? I hate to get off of Ben again, but what's the tone of Yeah, we're of that? all over the place. But
3: I don't remember much about it. it. I never saw it. It seemed like it like had like a fake
2: Asian fetish going on. Oh, there's certain some some problematic um. Uh, aesthetics and, and racial politics involved but um, it almost leans towards the campiness uh, the self aware campiness that you would expect that you, that you wanted Catwoman to have that, but just went too far left um, Daredevil like you said because of this um, lack of a tone or a, a consistent tone it doesn't know what movie it wants to be it makes this for like a really like jarring watch where Electra is like oh no this is campy all the way through and I felt like people were more aware of what kind of film they were Doing in. a bunch of wire-foo. The wire-foo was, hey, that's a great staple of 2003. Yes. That when, isn't that when Crouching Tiger came out? Yeah, it's that, The, yeah. the
0: Matrix. It's cl- uh, I think it was 99. Matrix 99.
3: No, mm-hmm.
0: Matrix
2: 3. Make the oh, yeah, yeah. Revolu- Reloaded and Revolution. Later, oh,
1: later in,
3: yeah, later in the... In, the- in that,
1: in that 2000, 2003 was a year of some shitty fucking movies. Hey,
3: I will uh, not agree on The Matrix.
1: Oh, Revolutions? You Revo- oh,
3: revolutions, one? uh is a much worse movie than Reloaded, but I think it does, I, I think the ultimate re- resolution uh, <laughs> is interesting to me. I think their ultimate like commentary of like, is it still the fucking Matrix? Like, they do kind of pull it off.
2: Okay. Oh, that shit was 2005, so. Damn, they, they uh, were That's crazy.
1: Yeah, and gave her the franchise?
2: Yeah. Uh, Insanity
1: And Ben was back by then, too.
2: Eh, it was still on, like, the downward spiral. Uh, It was starting to... The pendulum was starting to swing back up. Like, people don't respect
3: paycheck, even though I do.
2: I love paycheck. I love some of all fears. I like those, like, mid-budget, just... S- That's silly. what I'm talking about. They yeah. don't
3: make them yeah. anymore. They don't, make, like Harrison Ford, Firewall. They don't make those movies anymore.
0: I think they do make them, but Liam Neeson's in all of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or... He took the whole genre. <laughs> or Ja Rule's in it, or yeah. Steven Seagal's still yeah. doing these movies, or like... Yeah, all the People yeah. are still doing these movies. They're all on ethics.
0: <laughs> yeah. Going back to Ben's performance, though, yeah, was, like, was, I, think, I think he actually took it very seriously because he was a big fan of the comic and uh he had he he felt a lot of pressure to do a good job, and I think he was pretty devastated when the movie was hated and then you know for him to come back in b v s and do this again he was he took it even more seriously'
1: so when people Batman.
0: hated that yes. you know that that must have been like the most crushing thing to like try again,
1: yeah
0: really like put yourself into it, and then people were like, no. Even though people were like, "You're the best part," well, yeah. but we hate the rest I of it. I
2: think that's always been his hubris, because like, for the first half of his career, he did live in Matt Damon's shadow, who was the the better actor, the more celebrated, quote unquote, capital A artist. And the first thing the guy really did after you know being like a tertiary character in Kevin Smith movies was won a fucking Oscar for writing. And if 19- people
3: were like, Matt Damon yeah, won the Oscar. You were just Matt kind Damon, of there. Yeah, so was
2: like, <laughs> I have to overcompensate, so like, I think everything he did, he did throw. A, a sheen of seriousness to his detriment, but like, he did some really good shit. Like the year before Daredevil came out, Changing Lanes came out.
1: Changing Lanes. That's what Samuel Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson,
2: and that is like one of the, my favorite movies of the early aughts. It's like this moral drama where he's like a, a, plays what he's good at, like a kind of a cocky scummy lawyer who cuts off Samuel Jackson in traffic on the way to a court case, and leaves Samuel Jackson, in the ring he's like, "Sorry, man, I gotta go, man." And he's like, "Dude, if I make my court case, I'm gonna lose my family." And he just, like, leaves Sam Jackson on the side of the road, and Sam Jackson uh, re- enacts this plot of revenge to, like, basically have this karma catch up to him. That off.
1: movie like, is batshit insane.
2: It's great. No, but it's, like, it's, it's, not, it's not, like, ribald or anything insane. It's just, like, this, it's like a mammoth play, almost, like, Sidney LeMay, not Sidney LeMay, uh, uh, Fuck. Fuck. Sidney <laughs> Pollock is in it. This like, reference
3: is for both of you listening who read plays. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 no, but it's like, and it, he he's actually really great in it, and he has the capability to to really turn it on and turn it up when he wants to. But sometimes, like I said, on the other side of that coin is he'll do that in dumb superhero movies. Not BVS, he did it perfect in BVS, but in Daredevil, perfect. where he sh- where <laughs> should have just like had fun and like John Favreau was in it, and he's like his buddy, and like. Sort of just like busting balls and stuff. Like that's the the, the vibe and tone you should've should have went for. But yeah, he like he probably like told people he went method and like actually pretend to be blind for six months. Before oh he did. for sure. <laughs> for sure. I mean you see he's still living like Bruce Wayne right now. <laughs> yeah. He's still Bruce from D V S right now. Yes. Yeah, so so just, I mean In a in a Maserati crushing <laughs> vape pens, like
0: pounding with flipping tires. He uh <laughs> he,
3: just nothing but vape. He did come incognito to uh the the TJs. He was uh in a very dark navy explorer.
1: Oh wow, that was that was his uh his, that was his Friday car. Yeah, that's his like his yeah incognito. That way. was that was yeah. <laughs> but uh, but with Daredevil, I mean, do we do we? What, this movie doesn't have a plot
2: either. It it's, yeah, it a blind is, lawyer discovers his six like his heightened sense now that he's blind. And then
1: there's a there's a I mean it's it's the same with every origin yeah. superhero
2: movie. But like the lack of. Look real, uh, like t-
3: they don't track the flashback shit at all. Like his dad is like a boxer who refuses to take a fall.
1: Yeah,
3: and, but then like there's like the 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 childhood stuff seems to bounce back and <laughs> forth, and you're not sure if it does. That an,
2: it's all over the fucking place. <laughs> it is. Pretty fucking wild.
3: And it's all undermining this guy who's taking the whole thing, like, really seriously.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it is, like, almost a surreal experience where it's, like... and one On one hand, it's, like, you watch this self-contained thing because you know there's no sequel except Electra, which is its own spinoff. But, like, it's not connected to some greater Marvel universe or DC universe that we're so used to.
3: Or even, really, other movies that are being made yeah. regularly yeah. at the time. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. it's yeah, it just, like, this this anomaly of, like, this... what it seems like one now, of this, like... Mid-budget fifty to seven mil superhero movie with like uh, a strange moral compass to it that also doesn't work there either. (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
1: if you want to look, if you want to look back on Spider Man and like the nuance that that movie had, like this just literally goes full bore into like kind of like I won't even say Grindhouse. I would say it's more. It feels more like a Showtime movie to me than it does really like a theatrical one. It's like.
3: Like yeah, like uh, uh, obviously we fucking think Spider Man is amazing if you've listened to this, Uh, but it's like Daredevil is more like if a really serious actor were like in like a Tommy Wiseau movie, like in terms (laughs) of like not that it's not that Daredevil is that bad. That's not what I mean. Just terms of like if someone who's there is trying to take it very seriously and there's like a complete disregard for decent filmmaking, Mm -hmm. like it's just not. You'd have to get very lucky for that to work in your favor.
0: And uh, I think it it all lies on director Mark Steven Johnson. Yeah. Uh, do you know what he directed before Daredevil? What? Jack Frost. Holy oh, shit. let's talk With about Michael that. Keaton. With
2: Michael Keaton. People so. make
3: some strange choices.
0: <laughs> and then he went on to direct Ghost Rider. So, like, what a guy.
2: Wrote, he wrote Grumpy Old Men, which is pretty impressive because I love that movie. Walter Matthau, classic. But, like... <laughs> This guy has a weird. (laughs) This guy like can write comedy, and I just feel like he also lost his mind at the same time because, like I said, the same brain, like Galaxy Brain, that wrote fucking uh, Ghost Rider. It's hard to (laughs) it's hard to piece those two things together.
1: So let let's let us move along through Ben's terrible 03. So just a couple months after Daredevil came out, he's he's dealing with that blow. Geely is released. I am the only person here today that watched this movie over again.
2: Yeah, I didn't get it brown too. I did I... see it. I saw it in the theaters when it came out. What? What? Yeah, because that you was... the this shit? I was 17, and it was also like... You were 17 when Gili came... Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like 13. Uh, guess, yes, I'm on the verge of death. Thank you.
3: Um, Eric is older than Stephen Miller. No, he's not really.
2: I always said the reason why... Stephen Miller is close to my age, but when you're... Not a um right wing fascist, um uh, you get to keep your hair a little longer. So that's <laughs> only I, a little. Yeah, just a little. It's going, don't get me wrong, but uh yeah, fuck Stephen Miller. Uh, send him to the Hague with the rest of ICE agents. My God, but we'll get into. Uh, uh, th- apologize. There goes the
1: air, There goes the Eric political segment of the show.
2: <laughs> well, uh, there goes our alt
1: right
0: crowd. <laughs> Man, they were Which they were Artemis. They were really they were really <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to Artemis <laughs> who showed us
1: love on the on the Instagram. Our Instagram, of course, is uh, Late FISA Podcast. Check us out. We we update that joint pretty regularly with with all like previews of what's uh, coming up. Artemis and,
3: deleted those those comments. Did he really? <laughs> First he, first of she, the egg is, is gone from the page. Holy shit.
1: No. She must yeah. have, she, he must have found out that.
2: Yeah. Either we'll, listened to the episode out. or saw the
1: saw the a, promo. We had an arc. early
2: fan uh, of our podcast who preemptively loved all of our shit <laughs> uh, because they saw we were talking about Ready Player One, and I guess they tuned in to see how we really felt about Ready Player One, <laughs> yeah. which is not pleasant. Yeah, uh, yeah, and you, now uh, they're not following us and deleted all their it's comments. It's not a glowing
1: yeah. review. Fuck these yeah. guys. Uh, but Geely is a movie that is, it's is terrible. I will say Daredevil is like years better than this movie. <laughs> uh, it is best known for making director Martin Brest quit Wait, directing. I'm
3: sorry.
0: He quit. Martin Brest? It's Brest. Yeah, he directed uh,
1: Sin of a Woman. Yeah, Sin of a Woman. And mm-hmm. fucking Beverly Hills Cop. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and, wow, okay. And Lee
2: Joe Black. This is the movie that broke him, guys. Yeah. It, it, this it, movie. It,
1: it, it had to break somebody.
2: <laughs> it almost broke Ben. Which like makes it like a fascinating experiment because it's like clearly this guy is a competent filmmaker and has made arguably great movies before, yeah. really good movies. So something there was some sort of artistic to or some sort of creative breakdown that this is this is an anti-film. Like this is not a real movie. <laughs> it is things it, just happen. It's not even bad. So bad it's good. Like The Room kind of thing. This is just like
1: I, I'm imagining
2: what it's... I was gonna feel like watching Gotti when I finally see Gotti, which I hear is just like a mindfuck of a movie. I
1: wow. I have a copy of Gotti.
2: We should see it. it we have about. to watch it.
1: And I, I, my friend just passed it to me today. I know Pat, you're gonna be you know on vacation. I yeah. would love to watch Gotti with you guys.
0: We yeah, should. We'll hold
3: off.
1: Yeah. Should we, Should we hold off and watch wait, Gotti? Just wait two. Wait wait fifteen days.
3: Don't, don't watch it don't watch it within two weeks I, I gotta see this movie
1: uh, well but I haven't we don't even have so, to because I'm cancelling my movie pass
3: oh yeah I'm can, we, will, we don't endorse movie pass anymore uh, no, movie we pass don't, we all don't try to get us to, to peddle your ads <laughs> because we're against you and you know what? It was hard to use you at basically any place in L.A. proper 100. Anyway, so fuck off.
1: Couldn't even use you at fucking Arclight. Yeah, we're going back to Arclight. Yeah, yeah we,
3: the- Arclight, give us money to talk about you more. We love I you. Am,
2: I said I'm an Arclight member on my fucking profile. Yeah,
3: four Arclight members. Shout out Gold
1: Circle.
2: Let the record show that I never purchased movie pass because <laughs> I don't support the surveilling oligarchs above us. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Uh, well, it's gonna go down in history that my lat my final movie pass movie that I saw was fucking Jurassic World, uh, uh, Fallen Kingdom.
3: Hey, I've I've see- i basically at this point paid seventy or eighty dollars to see I Tonya, So, <laughs> 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 wait, no, that's not true. I couldn't see it at Movie Pass. I saw it at ArcLight Santa Monica. I don't. I've seen one movie with Movie Pass.
1: Really. That's crazy.
3: Yeah, I wasted a whole bunch of money. I saw Superfly with that shit. And it was so hard to get that fucking thing. Listen, mm-hmm.
1: I've been on a string like this episode continued my string of terrible movies in a week that I've watched. <laughs> <laughs> all the way yeah. from Superfly all the way on. But we're gonna we're gonna yeah. talk more about Geely after a small commercial break. Not um, just
2: Geely, but also Ben Affleck and how well, his career I have big I
1: have big questions. Okay. I have big questions that we're gonna talk about after we, we touch on Geely because I watched this month, this motherfucking movie, and we're gonna fucking talk about it. <laughs> you guys didn't clarify that we were gonna be watching the fucking town, we're also gonna be what we're gonna be talking about the town as well. Uh, stay tuned. We're just gonna take a small commercial break, and we'll be right back on late fees. I'm hungry.
2: Teddy's hungry.
1: Oh, let him eat his food. He got food. I don't like his food. No bad. Eat your food, stupid.
2: Hey, back off, God! It's not his fault.
1: Yes, on my
3: phone.
2: Brain damage. <laughs> Beautiful. What are you, a shop steward? Listen to me, you little fucking retard. Eat your food. Hey, boarder.
1: enough! Hey, no, no. All right, and we are back with Late Fees. Ben Affleck, the everyman. Before we left, <laughs> I was mad as shit because I watched Geely and y'all, apparently I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> yeah. Apparently our
0: text thread is really
2: confusing. Yeah, we
3: we're gonna get more professional, guys. Don't worry for our own sanity.
2: Well, it's our text thread is like a blitzkrieg nightmare of <laughs> gifs, memes, uh, n- news, slurs, slurs. like stream of conscious, like angry rants about either politics or what's happening. Kind of latently homosexual stuff. I mean, not even latently, blatantly. blatantly. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, we uh, there's we a got, lot
1: of hog talk. Yeah, we we, and, love, we
2: and do- love each other and, very
1: much. And, and, and pictures of my dog. Yeah,
2: and like yeah, the- and
3: finally one of us has a dog, so it's that has been great. Yes. Yeah. So that
2: that brings us all back together when we see the dog photos. So. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. we all get we all. We uh, all so friends, anyway, you bitch. watch Geely. Yeah, I had two <laughs> questions.
1: I had two questions. Okay, and
2: and, and also,
1: and so anyway, you watch Geely is like really like the worst lead. like if I heard that at a party, I'd be like, no. No! <laughs> uh, how the fuck did this movie cost $70 million to make?
2: It's the actor budgets. He was probably pulling in 10, 10 to 12. J-Lo at that time was probably 10 to 15. Was this before
3: imagine. or after Anaconda? after.
0: after. after.
2: Way after. Anaconda's
0: isn't isn't Pacino in it?
2: Pacino's in it. Christopher Walken's in it. Yeah,
0: that's, that's money.
2: Uh, the best part of the movie Geely is Ben Affleck's character's name is Larry Geely. <laughs> 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 I can't get over that shit. This is the funniest He's shit. like some
1: tough guy, but not really tough mobster gangster type guy. Like I just don't buy it from the from the moment the movie starts.
2: Yeah, he's like a he's like a cleanup guy, uh, like Joey uh, uh Wears like leather jackets and like a slick back. He's <laughs> a greaser. He's, he sounds
1: awesome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wish you, I wish
3: you were on this
1: panel. Uh, Are we gonna have to watch Geely now? now fuck yes, you're gonna have to watch Jeely. Yeah. Before we'll retroactively before, watch. Yeah, before your homework assignment for next episode, yeah. motherfucker. Uh, And also, my second question is, I mean, I was going to ask, is this the worst movie ever made? And I mean, I don't think it is, but I think, you know, it's maybe top 15.
2: Here's my theory. It's too long. It's very long, but like it also became a victim of its own like cultural moment. It was like this was right as the Internet was beginning to become this unpredictably uh, powerful force that no one could have reckoned with or predicted. And like, What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, who would have thought? Uh where J Lo and Ben Affleck we, this is this was uh what was her name again? Uh b- uh fuck uh, Benifer? Uh, Benefer? right? Yeah.
1: Benefer. Yeah.
3: No, that's, no J- that's that's him and Jennifer Garner. Jennifer what was
1: it? What? Wait. I thought it was Benefer. I thought it was Benefer. Jay
0: What about Jennifer Garner? They didn't have a nickname. They didn't have a portmanteau? Was it
1: was it b I think it
2: was lo No, it B-Lo? was Benefer. Hold on, let me I'm consulting the Googs. Uh, Banner, was Which Jennifer? for yeah. I thought
1: woman? it was something
2: else.
1: It was it was Ben Affleck like and Jennifer Lopez. Okay. Yeah, it's confirmed on Google. Okay. On the Googles. Yeah. The Google side. So
2: this was like, we we were, it, it was it was a tangible, uh, artistic travesty that we could attach to this celebrity couple that we were already loving to hate or rooting to hate, and I think that sort of got swept up. Why this movie became? I mean, it is a objectively bad movie, it's but like. It became a cultural punching bag, which like, sort of became bigger than what the movie was itself.
1: Yeah, it was almost too infamous for its own good. Yeah,
2: and I mean they split
3: up too. Like if they'd stayed together, it would be like.
1: Didn't they split up right before it came out? No, no it was it,
3: it was shortly after. Yeah.
2: The, this was fresh off. This was her. This was J rebound after shooting up the club with Puffy.
3: <laughs> so let's. She went right back to the white folk after that, boy. I tell you. <laughs> it was also weird that of the two movies we've discussed daredevil is the one that came out on valentine's day yeah of 2003
1: and glee came out in like august I think. but valentine's day is it, they come on august valentine's day is like a hot a hot button like uh schedule for and a they're always trying to sneak some shit in on valentine's some, day some big shit because i mean it's easy to like that's deadpool though that was but Deadpool's yeah. time.
0: i remember them like promoting it as like I, I swear to god i remember this magazine i don't know which one it was but it had uh Ben Affleck, and Jennifer Garner on the cover in their suits. And they were like, is Daredevil the sexiest superhero
3: movie ever <laughs> yeah, made? So Absolutely wild. no.
0: So they were like
2: pushing that <laughs> no, angle no. Near close. Yeah, there's nothing sexual about it. it that is. would be Spawn is the sexiest. <laughs> <Spawn>. <laughs> John Luguzamo is uh, the clown. Uh, the Violator!
3: Yeah. What about the upside down kiss in Spider-Man? That's the sexiest.
1: That wasn't. That looked uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, but it, it was hot. Toby had water guns yeah, his, his nose. nose That's right? you're yeah. crazy.
2: All the vampires finger banging each other in Blade is the <laughs> absolutely you're right sexiest. I
1: would love to a, like. I would love a Wesley Snipes episode. We watched Blade together a couple yeah. months ago. It's crazy. I think, it, I think that we we that's just you know post yeah, pre
2: tax uh thing and post tax yeah, a, a bunch of vampires honking off to like do Haus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> very much my shit. So so I mean <laughs> let's just go ahead and
1: fast forward uh, to the good movie. Seven years it took seven years and this this is this is he's just not that into you. This is fucking state of play. This is uh, extract. The uh, the company not the company man that, that smoking aces he had a small part in that. It, he had I, I'm
3: actually a smoking aces apologist. Same. I don't want to do a Carnahan episode, but I, I like. I like Smoke that movie aces. as well.
2: Same great Chris Pine performance, but also like that it's important to note like contextualize this that like after G. Lee, he had a great, arguably great movie with John Woo, the pay- Paycheck, which also came out in 2003. I didn't even know that was a John Woo movie. Yeah, it was. It's. It's. It flit opped I'll tell you that. It, yeah. it was big and dumb, but so much fun, like you would want from a dumb two thousand early 2007 summer. It movie. had a
3: classic thing on it where, like, I he he like lives with you know his wife or his girlfriend or whoever in like a super rich people apartment, and he goes back to the apartment at one point and she's been like kidnapped or something, but she kind of suspected she was going to get kidnapped. Uh, so later, when he's taking a shower and the room steams up, she'd written a message on the. The mirror with her finger, so yeah. the steam like exposes Just the so message. Dumb. Classic, it's
2: so delightfully yet. dumb. But that was like the beginning of this strange pivot of Ben Affleck, who we had, who did these huge movies like Pearl Harbor and had a superhero movie. Pearl Harbor also <clears throat> another movie that's hated, very much hated. And like, it's, I see, it's it, but really it's really bad. It's bad, but like, <laughs> man, for a Michael Bay movie, like him actually trying to like be sincere, I I kind of come full circle and like it. And that was a weird. We should do a Josh Hartnett episode too because that oh guy Lord. had a strange ass career. Anyway, Ben Affleck became a character guy. Like he was, he would pop up as like a stoner comedic relief in the Mike Judge movie extract, and he was not. He he directed a very good neo noir film called Gone Baby Gone with his brother, like we mentioned in two thousand seven. But other than that, he did not lead a film. For a good six, seven years, which he was is, in Hollywoodland. Fuck, I forgot. Which about that, right?
3: is ooh a- weird, weird movie. Like, but he's real
0: good in it. Yeah, it's like Diet Lynch. He's yeah, like, always
1: good in yeah, these movies, yeah, and I think yeah. that's the
0: that's the common thread. No, there was ben. a period where he was so like considered so toxic that like he's literally like an extra in Clerks too. Yeah. yeah. Walking like, guy, like he just came
2: to like And Kevin Smith was his boy, and yeah. He still had to be like, now nah, you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, whoa, whoa,
1: yeah. whoa, 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 back up, brother. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> people are still seeing my movies somehow. Yeah, uh, he was also an extra in Curb Enthusiasm. No speaking line. He's in the, for two seconds, and it's the funniest. Uh, someone pulls a fire alarm at Barney's or, or Banana Republic with Larry David, and the crowd, the people are like, all right, go. no, his tag is still on his pants, and Larry sets off the, the alarm. <laughs> And so everyone has to leave the store. And if you blink and you miss it, you see Ben Affleck looking around like, "What's happening?" <laughs> <laughs> and his, and the, so he was still, he still that goes back to his every everyman uh, ethos. Like he can pop. He's not willing. He is completely willing to be a background person, even though he is a A-lister. He takes the job him. seriously, yeah. but he doesn't take himself seriously. Which is a and that balance. is great. Totally.
1: So we're we're gonna skip all the way forward to 2010. Yeah. About seven years of character work. September, The Town. Uh, what is considered one of the best heist movies, I mean, I think since, since Heat. I mean, if you want to keep it 100.
2: Definitely the best top t- like top five of the 21st century. The yeah. first decade of the 2000s.
1: Uh, ben is, is all into his uh, Boston accent here. Well, he also, oh, yeah. he
2: wrote, in, it's important <laughs> to know he wrote and directed. It's his second directorial feature. Um, and
3: obviously because of the Boston shit was like a passion
2: project yeah. yes. went back to like Southie, where he grew up like the mean streets of boston <laughs> before he became like a pretty boy uh college student and shit um uh, but yeah it is a gritty but very expertly shot and acted and written heist film you know a der- derivative we've we've seen this before you know the, the the bad guy with the heart of gold who wants out of this life of crime and is saving up to get away He's got a hot-shot partner, or a hot-headed partner who gets him in trouble. That's Jeremy, Renner, right? Jeremy Renner, who who's got, great. got nominated for an Oscar the, for the,
3: This was like in the midst of a bunch of movies that Renner is just really bad in, and is really unfortunate for his career. Uh, like this, he's really good in this. People think he's really good in Hurt Locker, which it's hard to tell because the movie is so fucking boring. Yep. But th- he was also like, it's when they tried to make him in Mission Impossible and that didn't work.
2: Yeah, they tried to make him,
3: born. To make him born, and yeah. that didn't work. Uh, it was nice to see like Renner working out in something around this yeah. time,
2: like total dirtbag, um, hyper violent, who was like the foil to Ben Affleck's like I'm a bad guy, but I have a code. I don't hurt people. So I have kind of a precursor to Batman. Huh? Oh, I mean, uh I but um, I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> no, but all jokes aside, this is, uh I know Wes has a lot of. Feelings about this because it. I watched the town recently. I saw it on a plane coming back. I think from like when I went to um, uh, Montana, and I was just like, this movie still fucking holds up. It's it's eight years old now. John Hamm really good in it. Also, oh, great. Hamm,
3: Another guy who has he sometimes is good and sometimes <coughs> feels wasted.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, and he because he was so iconic as as Don Draper. It's hard
1: to see him as anything else. Yeah,
3: but I mean, he. Uh, this is the kind of thing like they're not trying to do too much. He plays it straight and it's like a, it's like Don, but not, I mean, not that much. I don't want to get into that, but it's good. And the movie also kind of runs with a gimmick in a pretty successful way. And I don't mean like a gimmick gimmick. I mean like a storytelling gimmick where like this, and it's from real life, but like this uh, part of Boston that it takes place in is extremely densely populated It's so densely populated, and it's really close to a prison, I believe. So there's a lot of, you know, not recidivism to the prison, but a lot of, like, you know, bank robbers are huge repeat criminals, and there's a shitload of people here and a shitload of banks, and it's near a prison. And they talk about, you know, that obviously I think there's even, like, a there's Chiron's and shit that says that expositorily at the beginning of the movie, I believe. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, like, I okay here we go but like they <laughs> actually do like it's not it's not eye rolly the way they do it the movie feels really uh it feels
2: really like everybody's in. on
3: top of each other yeah. and you can feel like the, the pressure cookerness of it and you even though like uh the lawyer from usual suspects is like the uh what is that guy's name you know what
1: i'm talking oh, about he's the flower guy he's oh, a character actor Peter yeah possibly yeah yeah love Last him, I think that's him he a, does, yeah, yeah, i think that's a
3: great role for him great role
1: I, I love the. It's just an
3: Irishman
2: with a fucked up face. I,
1: I, I love the uh, <laughs> the third act was great uh, in in the uh, the stadium.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. so tense. Yeah,
1: uh, I I still I mean I know what happens, but even to this day it's still like damn it if you didn't just you know do something differently. What what kind of endears more people to like Ben Affleck the director more than the actor? Because I I don't see a lot of people complaining about him as a director more than an actor honestly. I
3: I. W- I hate to say this. I think it's like reverse cynicism, which is actually still cynicism. Uh, it's like people, I mean, like we're talking about this and we are people who love both sides of his career. And I think people like his directorial shit because they like feeling, and I, I don't want to like get too, I'm no scientist. Uh, but i think people like feeling like they like, like ben affleck for something that's like unexpected from him after having what a lot of them view as a a shitty movie career like a squandered movie career yeah. but then he turned around and flipped it into a good you know he's an auteur director in a lot of ways like gone baby gone in the town and uh, argo even though they're all it's not a roller coaster quality they're all very good competently made movies and argo's kind of corny but it's still like it's like a basically a reverse heist movie and it's, it's done skillfully. Uh, and I think people just like that, like, Oh, but Ben Affleck, who I've been shitting on is a good director. Now like that's pretty cool. And that's but a like, cool, that's
1: a cool narrative to go. Yeah. With. But yeah.
3: like, it's not, it doesn't have to be like that. I think it's, I think that's, that's unfair. I think he
0: actually like has a pretty solid directorial voice. And I think his movies focusing on Boston are the ones where it really shines. And I, I don't know if he's directing something anytime soon or what his
3: plans are, but I, if he does, I hope he does something that's Boston. That's thing. actually why he isn't directing the Batman because they insisted it be in Gotham and,
2: <laughs> and he,
3: <laughs> he wanted um, to be in Boston. I like he wanted Batman to be in costume
0: at a cell game. And they were like, no, <laughs> but like going off what Pat was talking about in, uh, Charlestown, the the section Charlestown, of, yeah. Yeah, the, the section of Boston that it takes place in. Uh, when I rewatched this movie for this podcast, I really like lashed on to like how really authentic the Boston in this film felt. And like a movie that I really like <laughs> that definitely doesn't probably have as much of an authentic Boston as the departed. <laughs>
1: No, oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> love yeah. The Departed
3: though.
0: Great movie though. I love it, but like, it's like, oh, this is like Martin Scorsese really wanted to make a Boston movie. Yeah. Whereas like Ben Affleck, he's from there, he's lived there, he knows this part of town. Yeah. Like he, 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 can like
3: express it and it not be kind of like a, a jokey thing.
0: Yeah,
2: and that. Oh, sorry, I and wrong. that's
3: I think I I mean I'm not from Boston. I don't know that much about Boston, but I know it's so tight knit that people do take that really seriously. Like I have heard people who are from Boston talk about the difference between somebody like Ben Affleck doing this and like Scorsese making this. And it is a little bit like, it's not like an Irish versus Italian thing, but it is a little like it. It's not unlike that. I mean, it's a very prideful place and it's cool that they don't hate Ben Affleck for that. I know they don't love Mark Wahlberg, the same way they love Ben Affleck.
2: Yeah, and and that I think it's a good point to bring up *The Departed* because while it is a great movie and not Scorsese's best, and he shouldn't have won Best Picture for it, he should have won it for *Goodfellas* or *Cape Fear*, for, for all I care. Um, I feel like *The Departed* is a movie that someone who isn't from Boston would make, mm-hmm. and the fact that there is this like machismo inherent with the Boston Boston like. Uh, mythos where it's like everyone's tough guy and we all been in prison and shit yeah. and there's a lot of that in the town I don't want to just completely romanticize it or whitewash it but it's like there's a riptide of melancholy it's like a sad oh, move they're all yeah. broken men yeah, in the town very broken like their machismo is masking these scared little boy uh, stunted men and it's just like you wouldn't think someone who, like Affleck, who, I mean, he has a scene, a gratuitous scene where he's doing pull-ups shirtless, and, like, he is, like, a tough guy. But I'm it's cool a, with that. I'm alright with that. Yeah, he did in Batman, too, you know?
1: Yeah, just saying.
2: <laughs> Rock hard. But it's it, it's impressive that there is a, a sensitivity to it that doesn't ever feel saccharine or, or, or heavy-handed or, like, just melodramatic. Like, it takes it serious, but at the same time, like, there's no glorification that you would think with, like... This is a tough guy heist movie coming from Ben Affleck, and I think that was I, I admire uh, him as a filmmaker for doing. I I just really
1: believe that more than anything, the town kind of reversed his fortunes in a way. I don't think these oh had, hugely he went on a really long six year streak, I think until BBS, honestly. Where I mean, oh. other than like Runner Runner, <laughs> he really had a, a very <laughs> Runner good, God, Runner. I forgot about that. Yes, like Justin Timberlake. Woof. Yes. <laughs> Runner, fucking runner. I saw it in theaters, guys. All right? I see some pretty shitty movies. But, I mean, you know, public perception had changed. But one thing, you know, one big question I want to oh, ask. We
3: did Gone Girl.
1: Yeah, yeah but, I mean, I, mean, like I pres- think
3: people love that and from an acting standpoint.
1: Yeah, he was
0: great. I,
3: that's, that's my favorite Ben performance.
1: That's oh, yeah. oh
2: let's talk about let's it. Let's talk about it. I think, Can we, before I, we
3: do that, can we talk about Blake Lively for two seconds uh, in the town? In the town? Yeah. Uh, do you think she's good or bad? Uh, I think that she's good than you would expect yeah. <laughs> I think people were like like my mom was like did you see the talent Blake Lively's amazing in that and it's not a knock on my mom but I'm like how I'm, I'm familiar are you with Blake Lively <laughs> like
2: it, it wasn't crazy like I think it's I think it's a great role maybe like it's a great role great it's a well written role I feel like she's overacting and like it is so. I am doing a Boston accent, and when she's like high and
3: slumping over
2: and shit, right? That's it's that's just, that movie. Yeah, it, it's just uh, every beat rings like she wants to be, like I said, the the slummy, tough Boston person. Where Rebecca Hall's performance is really the, I think the beating heart of that movie. Oh yeah, I, and I think
0: Rebecca Hall is like my favorite, like underrated actress. Yeah. Like, she's great in everything. The prestige. Christine. Did you ever see Christine? She's incredible.
2: Yeah, and you think she's going to be a damsel in distress because that's how she's introduced when she's, you know, sort of taken hostage in the film and becomes...
3: She doesn't really do that. I mean, even in, like, prestige, like, she kind of sees through the whole thing, like, right away before you even realize it. She's a fully
2: realized character with agency, and, like, even if it's not written that way, maybe uh, uh, it wasn't, but she takes that material and, and she becomes... Uh, sort of the focal point of, of what ties that movie, what ties the town together, and and it's not like she's changing a bad person. This bad person, Ben Affleck's character, realizes that like there is good in the world, and she reflects that good. And I think that's uh, a testament to Ben's writing, but made mostly Rebecca's performance in it. So beautiful,
1: yeah. so beautiful.
2: Uh, the her walking to the edge of the water, man, that shit. Oh yeah, that's just gives me chills, bro.
1: <laughs> gone Girl Wes
2: Yeah, it's about gone, girl. You,
1: you, Other than seeing Ben's uh, penis In the movie What else did you like About his performance Good looking Hey home.
3: let me see that dick <laughs> <laughs> Good looking home.
0: Uh That's really all I wanted to talk about Oh okay uh, No I mean he's just great in it Like I, I don't know What else to say uh, He kind of embodies The like Guy that you think Is a bad guy But maybe isn't And like yeah. it, I
3: don't know He's just great He's at great it. at selling A guy who like the public's perception of him is thing. constantly flipping, just like fucking Ben Affleck. That, like He's playing Ben Affleck in a way. He's the
0: everyman in the movie. Yeah. Honestly, it's like brilliant casting it's by Fincher. Yeah. Like, also,
3: you're referring to the Tyler Perry role?
0: I was I'm just going to say Tyler I, Perry. Oh my amazing. God,
2: he's incredible. He kills it. Yeah. He kills <laughs> I it. I want to see more Tyler Perry like that. That's why I'm excited for the He's in Adam Star McKay. Trek. He he's plays a, like that judge. Yeah, but he's also... In, he play, He's playing Colin Powell in Adam McKay's Cheney movie. Which oh, is that's going to be awesome. But... I think, I'm glad you hit the nail on the head there with Affleck, and I think that ties into the theme of this episode where it. I understand, in theory, why people hate Affleck. He's a smug-looking, white Boston guy who was able to fall on his face multiple times <laughs> and still have uh, a very uh, flourishing career. A lot of it was due to his own success and his talent, but like he was allowed to fail over and over and still get multiple chances. And... That is someone who deserves our ire, and I think Gone Girl perfectly crystallizes that casting, where it's this smug, entitled prick who, who married into wealth. Right? Wasn't yeah. He wasn't rich. He was a bar owner with his his sister Carrie Coon, who's amazing in the movie, who's never not. Amazing, oh honestly. shit. That's good. Don Girl is really good. Yeah. It's a great movie. And that was part of the that movie Venture. Yeah. yeah. Fincher. That, movie, no. that
1: movie gave me uh, I, was, <laughs> I had nightmares. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that movie's scary. That, the, the Neil, she the Neil Cuts, Patrick Harris yeah, scene. That was insane. Insane. just the situation. I'm not even talking about hey yeah. hey, dudes get killed every day, B. I'm yeah. talking about just the situation of what that what that woman did to him is crazy.
2: Oh shit. All right. uh, oh, real. <laughs> <It's> crazy, <laughs> bro. Uh, um anyway. He wasn't right. No, but uh, exactly. But it goes back to the casting where it's we we have this guy. If if he is the everyman, he's also the everyman we love to hate, and we as in like the general audience. And I feel like he flipped that persona. of, Like I am this cocky smog asshole, and I'm gonna really lean into it in this ep- in the, in this in this film. But in a way that's also like, yeah, you 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 like fuck this guy, but also you feel him, which is like kind of how I feel like that's like art imitating real life in, it's, a, I mean, in it's, a strange way. It's pretty good. Like, I did not I did
3: not read the book Gone Girl before I saw this movie because I'm not a fucking loser. But, uh, <laughs> like you, when it flips and you realize uh, like, when it like smash cuts to her Driving down the yeah. highway, like she's Robert Downey Jr. with the enormous map in his convertible, and Iron Man 2. Side by side shots, they're very similar. Uh, and you realize, like, oh, did she get him? Like, what? What? Yeah. Like, is this? Oh, it's her. She. This is her plan, I think. Yeah. Wait, I'm on. Am I on Ben's side now? Like, it's pretty. <laughs>
2: well, yeah, it, it tests you as a viewer because it's like, of course you would be like, oh man, fuck her for doing that, but it's also like. No, they're both just, like... It, it is a great commentary on, like, no, the... Toxic people. Oh, just, like, and that, like, just how performative relationships are, how, how big, how marriage is just one performance, and, like, we're all shitty and terrible to each other, and, like, you're supposed to hate these people, but you see it yourselves, and that's why you end them, and that's why you get mad, you're like, fuck, am I this person? And too? that's why
3: the end, when they're, like, standing there smiling
2: you're no, like, wait, is he,
3: is he, so he's kind of, oh, I get, uh, I understand yeah. this now. And that's fucking scene where she cuts NPH's throat is well, fan-fucking-tastic. Yeah, that's a, that's a nightmare
1: this, fuel scene, but it's the great. The scene that stands out to me is when, uh. He smiles next to her picture. Yeah, I I use that in our group chat as like a meme. Like he's smiling, the forced smile, the
2: forced smile. But also like he also looks smug enough. He's like, yeah, like I I look good in front of my my missing wife's giant photo. But then it's like,
1: but then you hit, but that's why I love Gangra. It's a a series of paradoxes, and then like you know, catch twenty two is like. Well, what should I have done there? Should I have cried? Like he didn't know what to do. Yeah, like I,
2: I, I look. At, uh, we got fireworks going off on my K-town. That was a gun. <laughs> that was uh, a firework. There was one earlier. Was Los an Angeles. Yeah. That was
1: um,
2: a gun. But a uh, Dodgers I, I, probably won. That's probably what we just heard. Oh, okay. <laughs> that game ended a while ago, though. <laughs> that,
1: that was, was like, someone. That was is a gun. Someone <laughs> just got they, shot. Dodgers
3: won. Dude. That's why they set it off. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, maybe they recorded the game.
1: Yeah. Um, but I mean, there, are... I, I just think, just as far as just his his career coming back, I think you know that was going to be one of my big questions is why people hate uh, Ben Affleck so much, and I think Eric hit the nail on the head there is that yeah. it's the way he's perceived, and I think he's he's kind of his whole kind of the the, the second half, which, if you will, of his career, he's been trying to prove to people, hey, I'm really not that bad of a guy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Which like again, just like in Gone Girl, he he fails again like. It's hard to come out of a messy public divorce unscathed, and like he had a series of missteps and public gaffes that made him look like the asshole, and he was an asshole. But clearly, they've worked things out too, and I think they have an amicable co-parenting situation. She with yeah. he posted
3: like some. Uh, she had a nice Father's Day post about yeah. him. I didn't read it, but Caitlin told me that yeah. uh, <laughs> he did not have a Mother's Day post.
1: He don't have to. About bro. her, he, he don't have to, bro. He good. <laughs> <laughs> He's good, bro. Oh, <laughs> it's happening right now. Uh, I'm a Ben Affleck fan, bro. That's, what I, that's what's happening. Yeah, it, does, I'm a it doesn't, I, you
3: know, I check. It doesn't seem <laughs> like he's on Instagram that much. And Jennifer Garner has like a pretty yeah. she's healthy Instagram. Instagram. She's I on mean, Instagram.
1: I, I just see a lot of the Ben Affleck backlash, and I think it's just a bit overboard. And I think even when we were coming into this episode, I was like, listen, I don't want to shit on Ben Affleck for an hour. Like, this, I don't want to talk about his it's fucking back tattoo. Fruit, man.
2: But hey, I wanted to ask one question Is it real? I still, it, I still think it's part of a movie.
3: He said it's, He has said it's for a role. Uh,
2: <laughs> People are leaning into He is...
3: It. I think he's living in that role a little
2: bit because <laughs> I think he's still got it.
0: It's uh, definitely real.
2: I mean, it is a tattoo of a phoenix rising from the ash. It's so fucking hilarious. I <laughs> think the only <laughs> reason bad. I think it's real
3: is because it's they funny. asked Jennifer Garner to talk about it in an interview, and she insinuated that it was real, and she's like, I really don't want to be the ashes... This is it's a it's it's a little weird. Uh, but she also, didn't shit him she didn't want to shit on him. Also, let the man—I don't know—let him have a back tattoo. I don't know. Let let a a tattoo. Tattoo. I, don't know. I mean, it's—I don't—I don't. A back tattoo is hard to pull off. <laughs> it's especially hard to pull off if you're Ben Affleck. But you know what? That's kind of the great part about Ben Affleck having a a <laughs> fucking giant giant back tattoo. Like, there is a really—it was in, I, I when I was reading. Oh, wow, reading up on things for this episode, I saw that article that we all saw that like the like the it, this like that article was like the sadness of Ben Affleck or whatever. Yeah, that shit was dumb, and it was dumb. But there is an amazing like the photo of him standing on in the front beach. of the ocean yeah. with the tattoo, like just staring with at his into towel, the sea. like at his like yeah his
1: like nipples. At yeah, his lips, like, like, like even Fred though
3: Mertz. even though he's like hulked out, he looks just like at the end of his fucking rope. Yeah, like it is like. He is even though he like allows himself like his allowance to be a punching bag what, uh, how much of it is allowance is up for debate. I think a great deal. I think he takes think the criticism makes him to make so much a tragic he figure. Does. It's why it's why we're talking He responded talking about, on
1: Twitter. He, he responded, responded on Twitter about yeah.
3: it. It's why we're talking about him and not uh Matt Damon. We railed into a little earlier. Like there's ultimately not much to say about Matt Damon and yeah. Ben Affleck there is.
2: Matt Damon explained diversity to a black woman. He lectured Effie Brown on diversity, so he fuck him. Ben Affleck has never Ben been Affleck, Affleck
3: loves diversity so much he had PBS kill a story on two hundred year old racism in his family. <laughs>
2: Ben Affleck He's hates committed rac- to diversity. Ben Affleck hates racism so much, he dedicated an entire 45-minute at- act of Live By Night to his character alone, <laughs> wiping why, why be, why out the KKK oh, in Florida, in, I in actually, 1930s Florida. It's unreal.
0: I actually watched that movie... Not because we were going to talk about it. I just wanted You're to talk about live by night. So yeah, live by night. There's I watched it.
2: Movies in one. I
0: watched it uh, a couple days ago. It's a wild movie. Yeah. Uh, what did you
2: feel about? it? I don't think we heard it's, your
1: thoughts on it.
0: Uh, I didn't hate the movie. It's not. I, I wouldn't say it's good per se, but it's not terrible. It's it's weird. Yeah. It's just a weird movie. It's off. It, it doesn't have the same like catcher like. The same thing that's working so well for the town and Argo yeah. also and Gone Baby Gone. Dude, ben, ben, he spread himself low a Then It's very ambitious. It's, it's, it's very ambitious. But he yeah.
1: made sure that his character would not only kill races, but he was racist, but he was down with the swirl also. Had a, uh, per, a, a woman of color as his wife. And, but
2: wasn't Tanny Newton at the end his wife too?
1: Yeah.
0: No, yeah. It's, it's Zoe Saldana. So, Zoe Saldana, okay. yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, you racist. Yeah, look at me. <laughs> I feel a white Herrick, Eric has been when watching really so much Westworld. <laughs> me and Eric
1: saw this movie at a screening and when I saw that, I was like, yo, Ben's really trying. He's really appealing to me here.
2: He like listens to critics. Like again, it's this thing, that, it's this weird balance of like, it works for him, but it's also like his his hubris. It's like, it's he's like, It's literally killing him. Like he's like, fuck man. Like it came out on PBS that like a great, 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 great uncle was a slave owner. So now I like, have to, like, overcompensate and prove to the world that I'm not racist. Like, Ben, no one thinks you're racist because you had a <laughs> fucking ancestor who was racist. Like, this guy, like, pays too much attention. I think I, I, he's, he, I come around full circle and, like, he's a sensitive guy yeah. who can be an asshole sometimes. But, like, I think his sadness and his, and his vulnerability is something that we take for granted. That's a crazy thing to say about Ben. <laughs> <that is. laughs> I,
0: I just cracked me up saying that. this. This yeah. is this is the most Eric has talked on the
1: podcast. It's the love of
2: Ben. It's the love of Ben. I, I I defend Ben. Like people think I'm doing it ironically. Like I think he's done more. He's created more good art for the world than bad. The bad has been astoundingly bad. The guy's made a Terrence Malik movie. He's fucking Good Will Hunting is still an, an amazing movie. Um, yeah, he, I mean, he helped give us a classic Robin Williams performance. Yeah, Reindeer Games is amazing. Like, he's done good shit. And like, like I said, I, I watched that, that clip of him sunning racist Bill Maher and Islamophobic Sam Harris often. He, he's, a, he's a good left-leaning dude, and uh, he's, he's an got, eye, he's he's an got ally. my vote of confidence. He's okay. an ally. He's uh,
1: that leads me into a, a selfish, I don't know if I'll like the answer here. This is a, before we like kind of lift off. I have a selfish big question because you guys answered all the big questions here. I have a selfish question okay should Ben do you think Ben should he return as Batman yeah,
3: absolutely he should uh quality of the movie, regardless, I would way rather see him come back uh, the reason that he shouldn't if i I think as a fan I would love him to i don't want them if he doesn't come back i just want them to recast it i don't want there to be like a story a story like just four fucking guys played batman in the 90s i don't give a shit like i still i I can't believe we're mentioning batman forever on this podcast again but it's (laughs) the, the movies the reason those movies suffer is not because of batman changing actors It's one of the reasons, but it's not the problem. If they're gonna recast him, they just recast him. I hate like the anti-Ben fanfare that surrounds it. Like again, my opinion of these movies, regardless. And I, I think, all that being said, it would be bad for his career. If if he 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 comes back, back, it's bad for his career. If he comes back, because the the, reason I'm not saying on a personal level. I'm saying that it's going to be bad for his career because he needs to get at least two more of these, uh, movies like Argo and the town under his belt to like permanently lock down some semblance of the reputation he's got right now, which he still more or less has even after people's hatred of, of his Batman or, or the movies his Batman appears in, uh,
1: well, I think he's got he's got accountant two coming out in between whatever the Batman's supposed. They're to giving accountant a sequel. Yes, that's, that's awesome. So that's great. great. The accountant two is coming. That is like out. The, account, the
3: accountant is great because it feels like one of them. It feels like a paycheck era movie.
2: Yeah, uh, but okay, with like the. Shot with like a color palette that's like capital I important, like yeah, it, it, so it's the best of both worlds. It's like it takes itself very seriously, but it's very fun and silly. It's Ben, it's Ben, baby. So, uh, <laughs> Eric, do you think you should come back for and this is Matthew Vaughn's still under direct or he get canceled? Who knows? Matthew, yes. uh, not not uh, Vaughn, uh, uh, it's Matt Reeves. Reeves, Hi, Reeves. Excuse me, I'm sorry, yeah. He's I'm
1: still, not... he's still. I, I heard the, the latest rumors that he turned in the first act to WB a week
2: ago, it, and it really sucks because. DC has stumbled in such a way where it shouldn't have... I understand why Suicide Squad and Justice League um, are not favorably... People are sour on those films, but, like, the movies that did work and, like, BVS should be enough good faith and enough goodwill for the next Batman movie to work. Like I said, Zack Snyder needs to be railed in and... He's gone. So, yeah, I mean, that's and, not yeah, even a gone. question. He's gone. That's what I'm saying. Like, the, I, I get... I understand why people don't like BBS. It worked for me on a on a aesthetic level and like an emo- It the, um, had an emotional logic to it that I f- thought really worked. Um, you, you, I thought you're about to roast me. No, no. Um, Pat just. Sigh. No, that's me. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Wes is going to roast yeah. you. I, I have
3: a. Go ahead. I'll, I'll say this. Oh, yeah. I'll I, go
2: I'm, after I'm, I'm blathering here. Um I wa- I want him. I wanted him to come back because I feel like we. He's the best Batman I've seen. He's the best Bruce I've seen in a while. Um, and I, I'm excited to see where that movie goes because they're getting darker and lo, uh, more morally gray in a way that isn't like uh, like this shoehorned in thing that Marvel does to make the stakes feel higher when they're not, like this fake ratcheting up of stakes. Um, I, I love that. Turn that up. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I want to see Ben come back. I agree with Pat that he, it probably wouldn't work well because this movie's going to be... F- hyper-focused group to hell because Warner is so scared of failing again. Well, they're letting they're gonna, Matt
1: Reeves do it. They're letting Matt do what he wants. I, I hope,
2: man, but it's, not, I also feel like there's going to be kids There's not room there. for both these guys in
3: this movie. There's not room for Ben and, and Matt Reeves in this movie. Just, uh, like, I wish there was and maybe there is. There's I don't believe there is. Do
2: you think they they know that and they wouldn't be able to work together or, or it's like... I think Ben seems to know that. Because Ben was supposed to direct it, right? We well, yeah, didn't have time when things were going really well. The, he was like the f- initial person they announced that he was going to direct his own standalone, which would have like absolutely killed him as an artist, like the same way like Joss Whedon lived in a hole in the ground after. Yeah, because he uh, he was going to do three. Yeah, after he did. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Ultron. Ultron. Yeah, these movies break people, and I don't know why they keep doing them. Uh, I'm glad they're not making any more solo or Star Star Wars movies. That's that, dream on. <laughs>
1: yeah, they're gonna keep doing those shits. All not right. for a
2: while, but anyway, I, I would like to see him come back. I think he's a gr- he does Batman and Bruce Justice, um, but I agree with Pat that it, it, it's too much of a, a crapshoot uh, and a gamble for him as a as a as the as the actor and the artist himself, not not for the film.
1: All right, Wes. Uh, if
0: he's smart, he won't come back. <laughs> That's a great way to put it.
2: I mean. there's no win
3: like here. No one will be happy. Yeah. Yeah. I I think he's in a little bit of a Kobayashi Maru. Yeah. No, no win situation. I mean, like, dude, I I would like to see the movies, but it's, you're right. I mean,
0: he was so obviously miserable in every scene he was in, in Justice League. Like he did not want to be there. He knew everything was going wrong. Like,
2: some of the pre Just, reshoot stuff, he like when he meets Aquaman for the first time, it looks like he's having some fun. And, to, and, and then Ezra, and when he meets Flash, yeah, but that's because he's like one
3: on oneing, like, like it's no, it's more about like scenes, chemistry than it is like the the grandiosity.
1: The and a, so a, lot a lot of those scenes weren't reshot. Yeah, they were they were there already. You can um, tell his hairpiece is different. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and he's he's heavier in the reshoots. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah, the pre
3: muscle the... is starting to turn to fat. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, Dad He over.
0: looked he looked so miserable in that movie, like. And he seems so miserable, like, just in, involved in this whole thing, and it hasn't gone the way he wanted it well, to. Well, I mean, there was like, a lot of shit
1: going on in his life, too. I know. Yeah, yeah it's I know.
0: just, the,
3: the, and I think probably that he carried, like, y- you're not going to be able to be like, oh, yeah, like, last time I was Batman, things were great. Like, it's <laughs> not, li- it's not like, like you could be, like, had, you know, his marriage been going great, and, like, he had a kid at the time, and, like, the movie well received, and so, like, he was doing, he was going back.
1: It's a dark like, time in his Like, life. he's
3: literally been Batman three times, and people hate all of those movies. Three?
0: Yeah, yeah he, he, had, he was in Suicide, Suicide Squad. Uh, that doesn't
3: count, that but it's a movie, cameo, bro. <laughs> he was still in it. He's hated.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just don't see the reason to, like, keep ruining his career doing it. Like, he should just go off and direct another movie about Boston, and, you know.
3: He wants to be liked, and this isn't going to make it's, him like. Yeah,
0: he's not... There's a, There's an absolute no chance in hell that he will be Batman again.
3: I, yeah, I don't think he's going to do it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think they already said Matt Reeves is writing for a young person, so...
1: the Writing for a young person, yet yeah, is going to be in the same universe. Well, all, no, nothing, that, have come nothing
0: out. that they're doing now makes sense in DC, because they they're all freaked out. Yeah, so. I
1: think we're
3: still like w- going to see a slight... I mean, even Pine being in Wonder Woman 2. That's was, storyline. I
1: mean, that's, that's I, it's
3: it, it, it's It was a little surprising to me, and I'm fine with it. I'm not saying it's a bad creative decision. I just think it's – I think we're still seeing the recalibration kind of unfold, if that's something that calibrating does. Uh, and I, I would – they need to – I think Ben needs all the goodwill he can get and dc needs all the goodwill they can get and even if they should they like you know when you break up with somebody and it's like maybe this could have gone better or just like this just didn't work out right now like this time like that's kind of this situation i
1: think uh, all, I'm, all i'm gonna say is i hope it's not jake gyllenhaal uh and yeah it's not writing for someone
3: younger Jake Hall is, like, fucking over 40 now, isn't he? No, he's, like, 36. Really? Yeah,
1: he's not that old. He's wow. 30, I hope it's not him. I would, I don't want to see that. Yeah. Who do you want to see? I, say, I would you see I don't as know. I don't, I, I don't know. I really don't know. Oh, like, yeah. I, think, I think it's trash. The whole, I, I, I thought, I, I liked I how, I, I thought it was
3: good. I thought it was a good kind of nod to the Nolan stuff, that they weren't doing origin story shit. I like. That. I feel like this
1: next one's gonna be one. Oh, it's, a, gonna, it's gonna, gonna, gonna be a gonna whole of
3: origin trilogy. I'm gonna check out if that's the case. All I can say is uh,
1: they
0: should have put him in a better movie, guys.
1: Yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, that's the that's that's our Ben Affleck episode, everyone.
0: Yeah, we, uh, yeah.
3: get out there and uh, support some of these uh, directorial efforts if you haven't. Uh, they're not they're not super high minded bullshit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which people, I think, think Argo might be. I've uh, never seen it. I think
2: that's the worst. Of, I mean, it's a good movie, but I think it's, that's the weaker it's, of the three. It's really
3: poppy, honestly. Like it's, it's, a it's a popcorn movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's crazy. Like, I'm happy it did. It's crazy that it won Best Picture.
1: But, well, you know what? That, that's, that's another uh, trophy on Ben's mantle. Uh, and just, just for the everyman. I think we're all everymen here.
3: Yeah, let's uh, uh we I need actually, some more Ws for Ben.
1: Yeah, I think that's I think that's why we love him so much and uh I think this is our, our first our second in a row positive uh episode. Can I can I reveal the next episode because I don't think we're going to be too positive on the on the next guy. And actually the next uh person that we're going to do, can I can I reveal that? Please. Yeah. It's kind of running with the theme of summer blockbusters here. We got we've got uh Will we got we got Will Smith. We're going to do Will Smith next.
3: Yeah, and I think we are going to have Positive and negative.
0: It's going to be very, but I think I think it's
1: going to be it's going to be very negative toward the latter half
2: of that episode.
1: Oh Man, yeah, I it's going
2: to be negative on the 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 first part too. Probably. I actually I actually think Scientology is good. We're we're gonna.
1: <laughs> I think this is going to be the episode where the three of us literally uh, have a handicap match against Wesley because I just I don't know. Wesley has already, some crazy opinions. Yeah, I uh, think he's smoking crack.
3: I will say the second half of this man's career is insanely
1: abysmal abysmal. Yeah, yes
3: it's uh and we yeah we'll we'll uh explore some uh some th- this was a big upturn in someone's career for these directorial efforts with ben and
1: will just be, doesn't have that
3: yeah it'll be fun <laughs> to explore the
1: opposite uh and until next time i am justin for for the boys at late fees and for now the video store is closed peace peace